spray foam insulation could render your house worthless zero uh, this is according to reports of uh, a, a type of insulation that's used in lofts uh, it's been around for a long time but it is now starting to cause problems for when people need to mortgage their home or, or buy a home with, with spray foam insulation in it now before I go along uh, with that please like and share if you, if you do like the stuff that is um, and do do try to share this information out with with the the world and also subscribe if you're watching say on on youtube and if if uh, you are interested in further training or money coaching or some some free training that i've got online check out my link there because i've got a free training which can help you get control of your finances and and really get a grip on your finances in the next 28 days and then help you to to move forward to build real wealth because there's never been a better time to do that okay so the government is giving out really billions and has done over the last few years to, to house owners to insulate their home, to cut energy costs and, and make us all sort of greener if you like. Uh, and including in that was, was a type of uh, insulation in the loft called spray foam insulation. Now I'm not saying you shouldn't have insulation. Uh, insulation means that you know, you're not losing so much heat. Now if you're watching in a, in a hot country, you probably don't you know, appreciate this so much, but here, if your house is old and rickety and, and it's got no insulation in the walls you're, you're losing sort of 30 percent of your heat through the walls and through the, the ceiling so the government wants you to insulate and there's a type of spray foam insulation where they literally go around and spray this foam in all of the the, the cavities in your loft between the rafters and and that that will stop heat going out of the roof however uh, the bbc moneybox show reported that people have been uh, complaining that when they've come to remortgage their house, the surveyor's gone up to look in the loft, he's looked in, saw the spray foam insulation, come downstairs, left, and, and sent a valuation in on the property of, of zero, saying it's not mortgageable. Now this is not obviously all lenders, but it, it does seem to be a trend by surveyors, and, and some of them argue, well, we can't see anything going on in the, in the, in the loft because this spray foam is everywhere. Now, some of this comes about through cowboy ins ins installations, uh, but but others are are by professional firms that do install this properly. But for some reason, there's a, a miscommunication going on, and, and lenders think that this this can cause problems in the property. So my advice is not to use spray foam insulation. Use the old-fashioned insulation, which kind of rolls out. It's a kind of a fibre stuff in there. Uh, you use that, or get someone in to to. to uh, you can do that yourself, by the way, or get somebody in. Now I talked about house prices this week, and they another lender have come out and said that house prices have dropped. Now this time it's the highest drop, the biggest drop in 14 years, according to the Halifax, which is the, lend, the, the UK's largest lender. Uh, they've, they've got quite a big drop there and it's showing, um, you know, prices have, have dropped um, and, and by 2.3% by two, 2 in November, the highest for 14 years. So you, you can check that out. I've got, I've got, I did a whole se a section on this in, in the last episode, so you can check that out. But that, that, that's definitely showing a slowing in the in the market. It's 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 showing a reaction to higher interest rates, not just the mini budget, but higher interest rates in general. And uh, you know, a recession coming. The Bank of England have said that we we are entering the biggest recession that we will see on on record. So something's going on there, and it takes time for house prices to slow. Stock markets can just drop like that, and I think they will in the next few months. We're going to see a big drop in stock markets, but it doesn't quite happen like that with houses. They start to slow down, asking prices are reduced. I'm getting a lot of agents saying this is reduced, that's reduced. 
this flat's been reduced by 50,000 and all these sorts of things. So it, it will happen, but it will happen maybe slowly. Now, we don't know what's going to happen to the market. It might, you know, things might change. Maybe this war in Ukraine will end. Maybe oil prices will continue falling. They have fallen, uh, by the way, due to the EU price uh, cap. But at the pumps, they're still about the same, of course. The, 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 the petrol companies uh, still keep their prices high, uh, despite falling oil prices. They've dropped quite significantly by 20 or 30% but uh, their prices are still high. Now, th things might work out fine, but I don't think so. I mean, a lot of commentators are reporting that, you know, we're in a, a long period of inflation. Um, you know, we, we see strikes going on in the UK, uh, rail workers, post office. You know, the, the post office workers are going on strike over Christmas when people are at the time we're sending out most Christmas cards. So what are people going to do? They're going to send out e-cards. They're going to deliver cards. They're not going to use the post office. So it's just another nail in the coffin. I'm not blaming the workers. Perhaps the management could do better. But you've got a similar thing with rail workers. They're, they're pushing more people onto the roads at a time when we've been charged to drive into big cities if you've got an older car um, or even newer cars in certain cities. And, you know, this is, this is, is, this is a problem. So we're seeing a winter of discontent coming on. Nurses, uh, teachers talking about strikes. There's going to be lots of strikes uh, coming up. And they're all demanding big pay rises. They want inflation-linked pay rises. So if you give everyone a 10% pay rise and half of the country work for the government, uh, for the taxpayer, one way or another, you know, teachers, nurses, NHS employees, millions of people, and, and all these sorts of people are either indirectly working for the government, that money has to come from somewhere, so it's going to come from higher taxes, and, and that, that, that then adds on to, to the burden for everybody else. Uh, and, and with a company, if they pay a 10% pay rise, because a private company will have to maybe respond, you know, they're going to have to put up their prices by 10%. And we're already seeing suppliers putting up prices for me, so what, we've got to put our prices up. And how can I argue? You know, can I really argue with that? No, we're seeing restaurants, you know, um, I was I was out for a Christmas meal last night, 35 pounds. You know, we used to pay about 18, 20 pounds just before, before you know, the events of 2020. So prices have really jumped and you can't blame them. All their costs have gone up, but it seems like that price has almost doubled, not just gone up by 10% or 11% as the official inflation rate. So we're going to, we're going to see a problem. Now, at the same time, house prices are falling rents. Are, are just rising in a crazy way. 17% rise in London or up by £273 a month extra, according to Zoopla. Other large cities are seeing similar price rises. Manchester, uh, uh, Birmingham, Glasgow, Bristol, Sheffield, all up. And the average rents over the country have soared by over £117 a month, uh, now reaching £1,000 a month uh, average rent per calendar month. And the rental growth is standing at 12% a year, which is slightly higher than the official inflation inflation rate. And that's twice the growth of the average earnings and, and equates to about a third of somebody's income. So it's 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 not great for generation rent and it and it doesn't enable them to start saving money as I'm advising in my you know money tips courses and podcasts. It's very difficult them to save money when their rents are going up by so much. Maybe it's great for landlords, um, but landlords have got their own problems. Um, you know, hundreds of thousands of people are coming to the end of a fixed rate mortgage. That means they're going to be suffering a big jump in their mortgage, a big shock actually. Plus bills have gone up. You know, landlords are, are not having a great time. And of course, if you look at a, a mortgage buy to let and you actually calculate on interest only uh, what, what it's going to amount to, it, it doesn't add up. If you, if you buy a property 
you, you could easily usually buy a property most places in the country, you know, borrow 75, even 85 percent, and and it would easily cover the the, the, the the rent would easily cover the mortgage. You know, then we found that prices got up, so so that's not quite so true now. So now you borrow 75 percent, and yeah, okay, even at 75 percent with interest rates so low. It, it would easily cover the mortgage and you get an income from it. You could build an income using leverage, as I say in Borrow and Grow Rich. You could build that income. But now you need much bigger deposits because at 6% and 7% buy-to-let mortgages, they just don't add up. And that maybe is reflecting in, in some of the things we are seeing. And that means that the lenders now are saying, well, hold on a second, no, we can't lend you that much because it, it doesn't cover things. It doesn't cover the rent. It doesn't work. And, and similarly with people buying homes for first-time buyers and residential property owners, they're going to find that the lender is saying, well, no, at these interest rates, we, we, yeah, last year we could lend you, you know, 300,000, but now it's going to be 250,000. So they have to go back to the vendor and say, well, look, I can't get that much mortgage. So the vendor is going to think, well, do I sell? If I have to sell, maybe I'll just have to reduce my price or come down a bit. So it's, it's all, it, this is happening in, in live time. You can see it happening right now. And you can see it anecdotally how it's affecting the market. But these, these are the actual figures here. Now, despite the recession, despite all the doom and gloom you see and all, all the talks of people suffering and food banks and freezing in, you know, in their cold homes, what, what I see is that a lot of people are still out spending. I was, I was in London a couple of times this week and it just seems to be booming. I mean, London's my local, you know, my town, but I expect other city centres are the same. And places like Winter Wonderland were packed. You know, you needed tickets to go in there and, and all the rides were packed, there were queues of people there. This is on a Tuesday night, you know, it's not the weekend. And, you know, Piccadilly and Leicester Square and Oxford Street are all packed, restaurants are busy. Sometimes you can't get a book in for a restaurant. So there's always gonna be people who've got money and people who haven't got money. And, and unfortunately, a lot of people are gonna be squeezed, but people seem to be still out spending money. Tell me what you think, what's your views on that? Um, that you know despite everything people some people will always have money and that's because they manage their money properly or they, they learn to make more money and earn more money uh, and that, that's what you've got to do as well because you can cut your prices down you cut your costs down as much as possible by you know to, to the mere to the bone but if that still doesn't cover things you've got to then go out and earn money now if you're not entrepreneurial you can start a business there's these lots of ways of starting a business online but not everyone is 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 entrepreneurial in that way if you're not uh, entrepreneurial then there are loads of part-time jobs i mean farmers uh, are, are seeing crops rotting in the ground and flowers unpicked this summer because they can't get enough workers and yet there's millions of people unemployed there's five million people economically inactive and a million people came here last year a million people net migration was half a million because half a million left but a million people came to the uk what are they doing why is there so many job vacancies in restaurants in pubs in in lots of different things you know i'm talking about unskilled work here uh, or semi-unskilled work but there are there are lots of vacancies so you can go out and earn more money in your spare time on the weekends or, or whatever okay so check out some of my other money tips episodes uh, the other day I talked about how to transfer your properties from a from your own name into a limited company without paying stamp duty or capital gains tax, which is the tax you pay on a gain. So check out that episode. I'll put a link up there. And I'm also talking about landlords again. Making tax digital is going to bring more red tape to landlords. This is where you'll have to report your tax returns quarterly every three months to the HMRC. 
why I don't know it's just going to bring in more money to them I just, I just don't know but it's more red tape for landlords and that's why 85,000 landlords have sold up in the last few years so finally do like and share check out my training and and my coaching offers at, at, at the link and I'll show you how to master your money uh, if you're not mastering it at the moment obviously if you're a multi-millionaire you don't need to do that but for most people they, they earn a lot of money in their lifetime they, they just spend most of it and have no provision for retirement millions and millions of people have got no retirement provision so so do check out my training and I'll, I'll show you the way to go thanks very much for listening have a great weekend this is Charles Kelly money tips podcast bye for now